I'm Josh Escovito of Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Scott Hervey of Weintraub Tobin. Welcome to another installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. I understand you want to discuss some spooky news coming out of the Eastern District of New York. I suppose that's one way to put it, Scott. I want to talk about Easter Unlimited Inc. versus Rosier, which is a copyright and trademark infringement action arising out of former Boston Celtics point guard Terry Rosier's use of the famous ghost face mask made popular by the Scream movie franchise in connection with his own Scary Terry brand. That sounds really interesting and a little frightening, but let's get into the background a bit more. Sure. Rosier had his breakout year in the 2017 to 2018 season after Kyrie Irving suffered a season ending injury. During that season, Rosier transferred himself into a household name by absolutely terrorizing the league. He became extremely popular in the New England area and the fans and media began to refer to him as Scary Terry. The nickname really caught traction and as the court explained in its 85 page order, Granting summary judgment in favor of Rosier, the nickname is multifaceted. The nickname is intended to humorously invoke the fear that Mr. Rosier's dangerous ability to score supposedly instilled in his opponents. But it also represented Rosier's love for scary movies and what they meant for his own story. Uh, Rosier, at some point during Discovery, explained that Scream was very important to him. Uh, its mix of violence and humor provided solace and escapism in a childhood surrounded by violence. Uh, he even has the ghost face tattooed on his arm. Well, that makes sense. And it's a lovely story about how he got his nickname. But how did we get to an infringement action? So once the nickname caught traction and Rosier decided to monetize uh, his name, image and likeness, he created the scary Terry brand. Uh, when he did so, he hired a mural artist to create a cartoon figure of Rosier wearing his Celtics jersey and the ghost face mask. And therein lies the issue. Easter Unlimited filed suit for copyright and trademark infringement on the grounds that it owns all IP related to the ghost face mask and that it had previously licensed the rights to Dimension Films for Scream but that it had never licensed those rights to Rosier for use in connection with the Scary Terry brand. Uh, they were able to clearly establish that they owned the rights to the IP. And so that's, that's really the issue. I'm going to assume that Rosier relied on fair use, right, Josh? That's exactly what he relied on, Scott. Rosier actually admitted that the Scary Terry image was inspired by Ghostface and that it was intended to pay homage to one of his favorite movies from childhood. But he was clear that even though that served as his inspiration, he hadn't broken the law because his use of the IP constituted fair use. Interesting, and what did the court have to say about that? Judge Matsumoto indicated that Rosier's use of the screen mask to create a humorous embodiment of an NBA basketball player who was known as a killer scorer further transformed the ghost face mask with new meaning, expression, and messaging. The judge also added that Rosier did not simply replicate the ghost face mask. Instead, the court found that the mask appears in cartoon form and is accompanied by and appended to the cartoon and childlike figure of Mr. Rosier in his NBA uniform. 
The court likewise stated that the context of the mask is not about killing people, but instead about invoking killer players who vanquish opposing teams. The judge also found that the use reflected parody and satire, both of which advanced the fair use defense. The Scary Terry cartoon, the judge emphasized, successfully uses a cartoon rendering of Easter's licensed scream mask on a cartoon basketball player to lampoon the famous mask-wearing movie villain and killer in the context of NBA players, NBA fans, and even the NBA media. She added that Rosier's use of a mask widely associated with a film's fictional serial killer provides a means of satirizing and ridiculing the perception of ruthless, high-scoring athletes in the NBA, as well as underscoring the humor in the Scary Terry cartoon. And for that reason, she granted Rosier's motion for summary judgment, finding that his use did in fact constitute fair use. That's interesting, Josh. I think I see though I think I see Rosier's position on the trademark infringement case on the squeaky dog toy case that we previously discussed I think he wins but I I don't know if he gets it on fair use and isn't this sitting in the second circuit It is sitting in the second circuit Scott and that that would give me cause for concern if I were Rosier because while I see the argument, and I think it's creative, I think that there's a reasonable argument that it's a, it's a transformative use. I, I don't know if it should be decided as a matter of law, first of all. Uh, maybe that's something that a trier of fact should have decided. But second, as you just pointed out, it is in the Second Circuit. And as you know, the Second Circuit seems to have become increasingly hostile toward fair use defenses in the context of copyright. Um, and I'm specifically referring to the decision coming out of the Andy Warhol case that was uh, recently decided and then ultimately uh, reversed by the Second Circuit, uh, where they found that the district court had erred in finding fair use. So it, it'll be interesting to see if this goes up on appeal and how the court deals with it. Yeah. And actually, we're going to be talking. I mean, that Andy Warhol case is proliferating fair use uh, determinations by uh, district courts under the Second Circuit. And we're going to be talking uh, on another date about um, one such case. So this is really interesting. Thanks for sharing, Josh. Of course, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel. And if you're interested in more content, please visit our blog at theiplawblog.com. <laughs>